0: is going to win the NBA championship this year. And who's gonna win finals MVP? Los Angeles Lakers, Anthony Davis, finals MVP. Celtics, Jason Tatum, finals MVP. Warriors, Curry finals MVP. Bucks and Giannis for the MVP. Kings, Fox finals MVP. Sixers, MBT Finals MVP. And I think the Clippers, with Kawhi Leonard as the Finals MVP. But I guess we won't really know until the real deal actually happens. Until then, the best thing we can do is break down every single team's chances at winning the title. My name is Yash Parikh, and I'm your host for the NBA's Big 30. Everybody and welcome back to the NBA's Big 30. I'm your host, Yash Parikh, and I hope you're having a fabulous day today. Our episode is going to look a little bit different because today I'm joined by some special guests. We've got the Lakers loyal and twins, Tane and Tanooj. Hey everybody, pleasure to be here. Hey guys, we're also being joined by former Lakers, now Warriors fan, Rishi. Curry's the GOAT. And then we've got Meme. I used to be a fan of the Lakers, but then the Clippers got Kawhi Leonard, so. This ought to be interesting. No one likes the Kings? I'm not their biggest fan, to say the least. Today, along with talking about the current Lakers roster and their playoff probabilities, we're going to be talking about our top Lakers of all time, our favorite Lakers eras, and going over some Lakers hot takes at the very end. For the last three segments, I'll be joined by a different one of the boys each time. Let's jump right in. Anthony Davis is currently averaging 26.3 points per game, 12.4 rebounds per game, and 2.6 assists per game. AD is definitely an all-NBA caliber player, yet he hasn't played enough games this season. He got his eighth all-star this season. He's also a three-time block leader, four-time all-NBA first team, and two-time... I don't care, Tanae. We get it. He's good. Davis specializes in defense at the power forward position. He also rebounds the ball well, among other things. Yes, he certainly does. He's still working on his defensive consistency, however, and that could be problematic in the playoffs. We all saw him absolutely shut down at the end of the game versus the Mavericks. Damn, that was tough. Yep, sure was sad. Davis isn't lacking on the offensive end though. He works primarily in the post, dunking and throwing up hook shots. His jump shooting needs some work, but he has improved a lot over the past few seasons. That really does help his floor spacing, which is why he likes to play the floor. We all know Anthony Davis can shoot well though. Do we need a player comparison for him? I don't think so. I think it's, he's like a playoff Chris Bosch in terms of his smooth shooting and Marcus Canby in terms of his guard-like agility. His length and post potential makes him seem like Kareem. I'm done talking about this Kareem wannabe. Let's talk about LeBron James. Second greatest player of all time. I, well, I think I disagree. He's the GOAT. Not much to be said about him. His longevity is amazing, this being his 19th All-Star season. Braun is averaging 29 points per game, 8.4 rebounds per game, and 6.8 assists per game. Part of the reason why he's lasted so long is because of his ability to adapt and, every, and do everything. Right. It was also amazing to watch him break the scoring record. Poor Kareem. Shut, about Ka- shut up about Kareem already. The final player for us to really talk about is D'Angelo Russell, a.k.a. D'Lo. How's this for a hot take? D'Lo is the top 10 point guard in the league right now. No. D'Angelo can shoot well, finish well, and has good playmaking. His defense is alright as well. Not much else to say here. Reminds me a bit of Brendan Roy. I'm getting some Penny Hardaway. Now that I think about it, the leg show is kind of deep. They've got Austin Reeves, Mo Bamba, Rui Hachimura, Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, Lonnie Walker IV, Dennis Schroeder, and more. I agree, they're at least a semi-deep team with a big weak spot. Anthony Davis does run five most of the time, so maybe not that weak. Maybe. I think they're in a prime position to contend. They just need to beat out the Warriors and the Clippers to get a playoff spot. contending let's talk about bad playoffs matchups for them on the western conference side of things i want to start off by talking about the phoenix suns scary i like it let's look at these matchups we got dlo versus cp3 austin reeves versus devin booker Vanderbilt vilt versus josh akogi lebron versus durant and deon AD versus deandre aden very scary I'm calling it now. The Suns' star power would overpower the Lakers. They have the shooting, the defense, the playmaking, more depth than the Lakers. No way! Suns in six! Lakers Lakers in seven! Lakers in four! Now that's absurd. Austin Reeves is about to get cooked. I think that D'Lo can handle Chris Paul due to the height advantage, but I'm not sure. What about Davis on Aiden? Hmm, I don't think that'll matter as much in the big picture. It'll help the Lakers though. Durant on LeBron? I'm taking Durant right now. Yes, he's still coming back from injury, but he's taller and just- Don't say it! Better. Next up, the Clip Show. The LA Clippers. You've got to be kidding me. Give it all up already, bro. The Clippers have won the last 11 battles of LA. And? Let's look at these matchups. Westbrook versus D'Lo. More like West Brick. I don't think so. His efficiency has gone up a lot with when he's with the Clippers. PG 13 vs. Austin Reeves. Is this even a question? That's what I thought. And then we've got Kawhi vs. Vanderbilt, Batum vs. LeBron, and Davis vs. Zubox. So it's more like a- LA's front court, sorry, the Lakers' front court, and the point guard position. I'm taking the Lakers in six. I'm taking the Clippers in six, through the excuse that they have more depth and better depth. Then we've got the Nuggets, Kings, and Grizzlies. I think that they all speak for themselves. Let's look at some final matchups. Speaking about finals matchups, let's talk about the Bucks. They have Giannis, depth, defense, shooting, great nicknames. Do you really need me to go on? Forget about the depth for a minute. Let's look at these matchups. All right, Drew versus D'Lo. Allen vs. Reeves, and that's Grayson Allen for those who don't know, Middleton vs. Vanderbilt, Giannis vs. LeBron, and Brooke Lopez vs. AD. This matchup is going to be Bucks in 6. What about the Cavs? They could be dangerous. Like I mentioned last episode, for the rest of you who've listened to it, this would be really close, but the Cavs would take it due to the fact of LeBron's rivalry with the Cavs, but Cleveland would just really want to win this one. Agreed. I think that a matchup against Boston would be exciting. Yeah, first to the 18th ring. I'm taking Boston in this one. They're just so much deeper. I don't think we need to look at these matchups. We've pretty much determined that the Lakers aren't going to do so well. Yeah, and I think that even if they go against other teams, such as the Philadelphia 76ers, the New York Knicks, they still don't have a high chance of winning. But anyways, like Tanuj said, I highly doubt that the Lakers are even going to make the finals, and they might not even make it out of the play-in. This could be a difficult run for the Lakers, we're just going to have to see what happens. And FYI, for those of you who don't know, the Lakers still have a chance to make it into the playoffs, but they could also stay in the play-in, and the plan is in three days. I'm joined by Rishi and we're gonna make a tier list for the top five Lakers of all time. Here, we're gonna look at the greatest Lakers, not the greatest who've played for the Lakers for a short stint like many superstars have, like an example is Dwight Howard, but I've actually done something real here. Number one has to be Kobe. You can make an argument for Magic here, but... I, I agree. I mean, Kobe has the hardware to show for it. He's just a better Laker. Okay, so Kobe at one and Magic at two. I think I'm going to take Kareem at three. The reason for this is that Kareem did become the all-time leading scorer on the Lakers. And although LeBron did beat that on the Lakers, LeBron has only played for the Lakers for five years. But Kareem played for the Bucks. Yes, but Kareem still had 10 All-NBAs with the Lakers and spent most of his career here. I think we should take Kareem at three. I agree with that decision. Who's next, LeBron or Wilt? None of them, actually. Wilt barely played for the Lakers, and LeBron, he won one chip and is putting LA in misery right now. Not tanking, not winning. What a shame. At 4 and 5, I'm looking for a combo of Shaq, Jerry West, and Elgin Baylor. Uh, I'll make it easy for you. Shaq at 4 and West at 5. Simple. Let's move on to the next segment. Welcome back, everybody, to Eras of the Lakers with me and Tanae. Let's make this simple, Tanae. You and I give our favorite eras and we debate which one's better. Capiche? Capiche. I'm going to Shaq and Kobe. You? Magic and Kareem, duh. Shaq and Kobe 3 peeded. Magic and Kareem won five, and they didn't hate each other. Shaq was the most dominant player ever by far using his size and strength nobody could contain him not even the entire clippers team on the man's birthday at his time kareem was the king he had his unstoppable skyhook, the post moves at kareem's time life was easy you just had to be big Kobe was a dagger. He could do everything. Had the moves like Michael Jordan, the whole package. Kobe was so dominant that the players were scared of him. Let's not forget that Kobe and Shaq lost lost to freaking Chauncey Billups in the finals. And let's not forget that Magic and Kareem lost to Michael Jordan in the finals. Okay, I know he's Michael Jordan. Go on. Magic may not have been scary like Kobe, but at least he wasn't a wannabe. Magic was his own man, he played like nobody before him, and people like Luka and other Tarle guards try to replicate what he brought to the table. Fine, but if Shaq and Kobe hadn't split up, they would have won at least three more. But they did! Kareem and Magic were only split up by Kareem's retirement, and they remained friends today. Well, anyways, I think that Shaq and Kobe would win a matchup against Kareem and Magic. They might win a 2v2, but would their team win? You got me there. Maybe Magic and Kareem, aka Showtime, was the best Lakers era. I'm still holding out on Shaq and Kobe, but it's up for debate. Who's your favorite Lakers era? Tell us in the comments section. On to the next segment. Now, me and Tanooj will talk about some Lakers hot takes. DLO top 10 point guard in the league? No, realistic takes, Tanuj. Fine, here's one. The Lakers are going to blow it up this offseason and start rebuilding. Hmm, I mean, I'm not so sure. I honestly don't think so. They can clearly contend with D'Lo, and the Pelicans have all of their picks. I agree. This isn't going to work out right now. Well, if the Lakers are contending, they might need some veterans like they did in 2020. They could sign them all to one-year deals or half-year deals, and maybe they should sign Carmelo Anthony. Man, he's a lost case at this point. I know you like Melo, but just give it up. How about this? Austin Reeves is their third best player. I dig that. Wait, 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 what about D'Lo? He's better than Austin Reeves for sure. Yup, he's a top 10. Okay, jeez, I'm sorry. <clears throat> sorry about the news, you guys. They're called hot takes for a reason. Fair enough. How about this one? The Lakers should try to trade for Trey Young. Interesting, they already have D'Lo. Who would they give up for him? This is a W take for me. I mean, I agree. They can easily run D'Lo at the two and either put Austin Reeves on the bench or maybe he'll be part of the package to get Trae in. Seems like the Hawks are selling a little bit low on him right now and he might just leave in free agency by himself. Final take. They should trade Anthony Davis back to New Orleans for their picks and then blow it up and rebuild. No way. They wouldn't get a good return for what they gave up for him in the first place. 2019 was horrendous. I agree with you. The whole Paul George, Kawhi Leonard thing. So many young players, picks, and everything being moved. I got you. Well, that's the end of this segment. On to the next. I leave a little secret segment at the end for those who listen to the entire podcast. Today, I've got one. I'm here with the boys and we're going to play a little what if. What if you could, what if 80 could chew like Damian Lillard? Damn. Was that at the top of your head, man? He's winning the next five MVPs, taking the Lakers to two straight championships and retires young. That last one was a bit confusing, but I agree. 80 would be jacked like that. He would be that guy. All right, guys, get this. Shea with the muscles and defense of Giannis. I'm imagining Shea sprinting down the court to get a chase down block on LeBron. Bam, that is the NBA Finals in three years. Well, final what if? A seven foot seven Chris Paul. Dang, man. Don't be like that. No short shaming. Well on that ruckus note, I wanna have to leave all of you guys, but I'll see you guys next time on the NBA's Big 30. I hope you guys enjoyed spending time with me and my friends and hopefully learning a little bit more about the Los Angeles Lakers. Anyways, peace. Mamba out.